everyone. We just want to let you know that the Hockey Podcast Network has partnered with Tankathon and Cool Hockey for the NHL Draft Lottery Contest. So uh, here's how you enter. You go to tankathon.com slash NHL. You click Sim Lottery to create a 15-team simulation. You then screenshot your favorite outcome, and then you submit your entry by commenting with it below the post. Uh, you can find that post on the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page, as well as retweet it on ours. Uh, and then what you do is you make sure to tag a friend and retweet the post, uh, one entry per account. If you get all 15 teams correct, uh, you can win a $200 gift card courtesy of CoolHockey.com. And uh, for all other rules and information, uh, check out the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page. Thanks, everyone, and uh, enjoy the episode. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome to another edition of the Grip for 60 podcast, Division Edition. So, it's smart. It's it's bracket season, um, but not, not the sport season. you're thinking of. Season. So, I'm heading out of town, and we're recording this on a Monday night. Yeah. So, uh, with the lull in the yeah. action, we're, we're just going to talk about the rest of the Central Division, and I guess the playoff race in particular. Yep. Because we couldn't really think of anything else great to talk about. When it's March. When there are, you know, no games going on. At least in Winnipeg Jets land. Because, let's face it, I mean, this team's ability to make the playoffs is, is an important topic. Oh, yeah, it is an important I was not. Yeah, that was not where that sentence was... You did not expect that's that. That's not right. Yeah. Did not predict that to go that way. So, right now, the Athletic gives the Jets a 17% chance at making the playoffs. When was this written? Uh, this is from today, March 2nd. Oh, and their, their, their cup heads on to the Flyers are much lower than... Some of the other projections I've seen. Yes, I, I did see Flyers Twitter lose its mind Fly- over the Money Puck thing. Money Puck has the Flyers at thirteen percent highest. In wow. The uh, would you like a Would you like a banner for that? No. I'm sorry, we don't have a Western Conference regular season champions banner. In the Sharks took that one down. I'm pretty Good. sure. Really, though, the Western Conference team you should be making fun of is Nashville. They're losing to the Oilers. Yeah. Big time right now, which helps the Jets in some way. Yeah. I mean, a divisional opponent losing. Divisional opponent regulation. currently occupying one of the wild card spots that the Jets want to be in. Um, and I guess this is the troubling thing for me, is that right now, the Jets have played more games than a lot of the competition around them in the table. 
Like, the Predators have three games in hand, although two after tonight. Um, Arizona's played the same number of games. Vancouver has two games in hand. Minnesota has two games in hand. Chicago, well, Chicago's not really in it. Um, well, there's six points back, which is not insurmountable, but... But we're getting close to the point where it is. Um, and that that worries me, because the Jets are currently on the outside looking in, although they are tied with Nashville for that last spot. I guess Nashville has the tiebreaker in that they play fewer games. Yeah, their points percentage is bigger. Is bigger. But if they... Let's say Nashville loses their next three games. Okay. What is the tiebreaker then? I believe it's regulation wins, I think. It is uh, greater number of games won, excluding games won in overtime or shootout. So, regulation wins. The Jets have 26 of those, Nashville is 25. Okay. So that's, that would that would put them in a, in a wild card spot, right? Yes. Technically. But that's looking at best case scenario. Yeah. Anything other than that keep puts them out of the playoffs. And so, I don't know how Tuesday's game goes, because it's Monday. Correct. If they lose to the Buffalo Sabres again... You don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I, I mean, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but also, I, I think losing those kinds of games at this point in the season really kills the Jets from where they are. Yeah. And I know that sounds obvious, but I'm, I'm trying to make this point and not be definitive about it, because a lot can happen between now and the end of the regular season. You're trying to not be uh, freezing cold taked here. Right. But I'm also trying not to state the obvious, which I feel like I'm stating the obvious at this point. The interesting thing, though, for the Jets is that they just finished up a pretty, what should have been a pretty easy part of the schedule. Came out with, like, middling results, to say the least. Yeah. Up next, after the Sabres, they've got Vegas, and then Arizona, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. They play a lot of Pacific teams in this last month. I feel like they would be playing more Central teams. At, towards the end of the month, that's where they place a few Central teams. They play the Wild, the Stars, the Preds, and the Avalanche. So that Wild game is going to be very important. The Nashville game is going to be very important. Um, Dallas, I guess. Oh, let me bring my standards back up. Um, well, Dallas is important in the Dallas, sense that, I mean, like, they're a good team, and, you know, you want to take care of business within your own division. Right, but I guess my point is, it doesn't look like Dallas is really, they're not directly competing with the, the Jets for that last wildcard spot, like, the way Nashville and Minnesota are. They don't hit that, that higher tier of important games. But that Vancouver game could be huge as well. That is true, because Vancouver currently has the first wildcard spot. And arguably, it could be bigger than the Dallas game. Also, I guess the Calgary and the Edmonton game, too, because 
Vancouver, Calgary, and Edmonton are just fighting each other for the last two spots in the Pacific, as well as a wild card spot. Not just good. Most of the, I mean, that's a cluster of teams that are not just good. They're good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say anybody in the Western Conference outside of Vegas, St. Louis, and Colorado is good. I guess maybe Dallas. But I still think that they depend too much on their goaltending. You mean the goaltending that the Lightning traded away? Yes, yeah. But they have Vezina Trophy winner Andre Vasilevsky, so... Oh, yeah. What, what are all they missing out on? I, I, you know, I was under the impression that he's just been okay this season. Vasilevsky is a definition of a guy whose results have been inflated by... His defense for well, but I thought he was, last season he was legitimately really good, and this season he's just been kind of okay. Like he was fine last season, but he wasn't the best goaltender in the league. I thought he, I mean, not the best, but I still, but I still just get this feeling that he only won it last year because he had the most wins. Oh, for sure. It's like Cy Young voting for like two thousand seven. I'm not really sure where you're going with that. Cy Young voting pitchers. Yes. You just take pitchers' records, sort them Correct. by wins. Pick the one with the most wins. Is that not how it's still done? I would imagine that we do it a little better now. I don't really pay attention to baseball know. all that carefully. I don't know, man. This is not a baseball podcast. No, it isn't. It, but, you know, spring training's going on, so if you're in that sort of deal doubt there are that many people from Winnipeg who are paying attention to spring training. But Yeah, I'm not going to invite more snow, snowbirds into our state. They can come, but it's, it's close. They don't I don't I don't feel like we need to advertise this any more than it already is. The state's broken. It's closed. It's not broken, it's just too damn full. Tourists go home, please. Do not stay for any longer than like a week. I mean I, I I say that, but at the same time, I hate when people are like, oh, Florida's the worst. I'm like, oh, kind that of. Only, but... That only comes up come election time. I want to know... Well, but now Iowa's the worst. Listen, somebody needs to figure out this year how many times, just like around election time, and I guess the Florida primary, how many times the, the Bugs Bunny gif is used. Oh, yeah. The one where he's using he's the saw, saw to cut, cut off yeah. Florida. That pops up every year, every yeah. every year kind of election time. Not to get political. Not to get political. No. Never the I've never been the type to get political. No, no. We're very much a stick to a sick of sports podcast. I'm not saying that podcasts have to, but no. Like I understand why sports and politics mix. I just I don't know. Are, are you saying that on our 50th episode coming up in, like, a few episodes. Maybe on 50 episodes? Yeah, I think our last Jeez. one was, like, 45. You're saying that on our 50th, we're not going to be endorsing anybody? A meteor. Okay, that works. No, you know who I'll be endorsing? Who? Connor Hellebuck. 
Oh, yeah. Connor Hellebuck from Vesna. Speaking of Vesnas, it would not be a Grit Per 60 Winnipeg Jets episode without the mention that Connor Hellebuck deserves a Vesna. Vesna Trophy winner. Connor Hellebuck. 2020. Make it happen. I mean, I still feel like he'd be the consensus, even if... I feel like he'd be the consensus if he was in, like, Toronto. Do you think you'd be the consensus if the Jets missed the playoffs? Uh, no. Not a chance. You kidding me? Not a chance if the Jets missed the playoffs. And that's a damn shame. I mean, he's the only reason why he, they're even in the playoffs. He's played in 54 games. <laughs> that's and unlike lot. Carey Price, who's the only goaltender who's played in more, Connor Hellbuck's been good. Load management. I still don't like that term. No. That sounds like a bad case of diarrhea. No, but that's exactly why I like it. I just... Mm, that makes me uncomfortable. It's like it's like in the same tier of words as, like, moist. <laughs> but see, I like moist because it makes other people uncomfortable. <laughs> so we have very conflicting views on these words. Moist. No. Just... No, we have other words. You don't, you don't watch Connor Hellebuck and... No. No. You. <laughs> That's... Uh, Alright. Good thing uh, we're no longer censored. Yeah, I might be hearing about that one. Mm. Yeah, but Connor Hellebuck for the Vesna. Just... He's a lot like Greg Jennings and that he just puts the team on his back. <laughs> I, like, I like this here. Goals saved above average, very competitive in these top five. But then you look at saves, yeah, considerably more. <laughs> yeah, uh, Connor Hellebuck's made way too many saves this year. Oh, so many saves. The who poor, has the most saves? Poor guy. Who Probably has, Connor Hellebuck. Who has the most saves? Uh, yeah, Connor Hellebuck has the most saves in the league. Get this man a Vesna. Exactly. Just that's infallible logic. That is the best statistic. I, Whatever we, goaltender makes the most saves should just get the Vesna. I don't see why not. I don't see what's I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that either. Just that's <laughs> perfect. We should do that every year. Most saves. That is probably I mean, like, just as meaningful as wins. <laughs> I would argue it's more meaningful because, I mean, if your team is bad in front of, it's kind of a reflection of how one how many shots are you actually facing. Versus, you know, oh, I'm playing in front of a good team. I'm not facing that many shots, but I'm getting credit for the win anyway. Like, you still have to, if you play for a bad team, you still have to make saves. I would like to start an argument about this, but then that would require me defending wins as a statistic. <laughs> and I'm never going to do that. That is just something that's never going to happen. Um, I guess my point is, you can play for a bad team and still have a lot of saves. Yes. I mean, I guess for wins... It's like the counterbalance, I would say. I guess for wins, which is, again, the worst stat in the world. Maybe not in the world, or the worst stat, but it's pretty... Is it worse than... It's pretty bad. Um, goals against average. Goals against average is still pretty bad, too. If you had to pick... If you if we had to tell you, Brendan, you get to pick the Vezina winner for the season, but you have to pick either the goalie with the most wins, or the goalie with the lowest... Uh, goals against average. Well, I'm assuming with the goals against average, there's, like, some filter for games played. 
right? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure you're not taking a guy yeah. who played, like, two periods and, you know, shut out the other team, and they have, like, you know, the 0.00. Are you, are you, now, I'm sorry, I'm not giving Scott Foster the, uh, you, the, the, you, the, the Vezina. You had your chance to say David Ayers. Right, but I don't think his goals against average is very good. It's what, three? Two? I forget. But he allowed like. Oh, he's the. Over the two. I think he allowed two in about half a game, so that would make his goals against average four? Yeah, we'll go with ish. That. Yeah, it's not great. But I'm gonna. I guess I would go with goals against about. Or goals above average? Uh, goals against average. Goals against average. See, goals above I average. Have, <laughs> I have completely. The goalie with the highest goals above average. <laughs> that would be Pacarine. <laughs> he is the only goaltender with a goal above average, in that the average <laughs> is like zero, and he has one. He Therefore, has one. he has one more goal than the average. Oh, man. <laughs> what a legend. Oh, yeah, uh, David Ayers is 6.21. Oh, he actually has the highest goals against average. Uh, he has the lowest save percentage. Oh. It is also the highest goals against average. Small sample size. Yeah, it's very small sample size. Also, he's a Zamboni driver. <laughs> you know what? As it was just happening, I kept telling my friends the the Leafs are getting beat by their own Zamboni driver. It's not even their Zamboni driver. It's their affiliates Zamboni driver. It's the Marley's Zamboni driver. Yeah, exactly. And I think that makes it worse. My, I, I don't. That, that Steve Dangle video of him just going nuts and I hitting about uh, multiple octaves that I didn't even realize were possible for the male voice to attain. Well, then have you have you listened to Freddie Mercury live at Wembley? I was going to say that somebody like tracked it and like measured it, and he. He hit higher than some song. I don't know if it was Freddie Mercury. It was something crazy. I don't know if I can find it. but Or Axl Rose ever. Anytime Axl Rose sings. like Yeah. No, I got you. Prepubescent. Um, I guess that doesn't count. Uh, I was going to say Justin Bieber. Prepubescent Justin Bieber. But I guess that doesn't count. That's too easy. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. Um, Anton Forsberg. Yeah, sorting by uh, highest goals against average is, is pretty uh, entertaining, at Demeaning. least. It's an interesting mix of who's who's. And also Martin Jones Martin. and Brayden Holtby. <laughs> the fact that like Martin Jones, Brayden Holtby, and Sergey Bobrovsky are like, right next to, or, like, right next to <laughs> each other line. and in really bad company is hilarious. Is Braden Holtby good? Uh, I'm told he's good. I don't know if I believe that he's good. I guess he is sort of in the Martin Jones tier of, or I should say the pre-2018-19 Martin Jones tier of not very good in the regular season, but somehow, like, automatic come playoff time. So, I don't oh, know. I thought you were going to go with, he's not actually that good, but he's on a good team thing. Yeah, but I was also going to say that I think Sergei Bobrovsky has ruined any future on the goaltending market. So, good luck, Brain Holby, this summer. Have fun. Oh my goodness. Alex Lyon, with his three games played, is on this list. I didn't realize that he played free all this year. Three games. Well, Carter Hart had his injury. 
Right, but I, I lost which of uh, the nine goalies you used last year that you still had. So, oh, there's not many. Right? I think... like, I, like, I know McKenna retired, and I know that you guys traded Stolar, who I felt had been in uh, with Stoli the Phantoms for, like, eight years. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just... Well, and we've traded uh, Baruby. I don't know if he played last year or not, but we've traded Baruby. I don't think he did. At one point, I could name him. Um, it was pretty crazy. We traded Baruby for future considerations. Oh, my favorite player. And my, uh, oh, the Sharks did that, too, with uh, my, Brave, Brandon Davis. the Rangers. Who you no, traded? No, I, no, I traded to the Rangers. No, yeah. Or the Flyers traded to the Rangers. No, I, I didn't trade anybody to the Rangers. And one of our friends asked me, who is this guy? And I'm like, if we're, if we're trading you this guy... For future considerations, he's probably just a guy. Literally, just an AHL body. All right, let's let's bring let's yes. rein this back into um, the podcast. We are nineteen minutes into this. I think we, we basically spent, just yeah. shit posted for like ten, minutes, ten of it yeah. at least. Shit post. Um, Listen, I just I love shit posting. That's all my Twitter is, really. Other than same. the occasional live tweet, is just a bunch of shit posting. Same. So yes, the rest of this division, fun. God, what do you think of Nashville this year? I don't know. To be honest, I mean, honestly, I don't think they're very good. Okay. Um, but I don't. I still think they're probably going to make. Well, I say that. I actually think they're gonna miss the playoffs because I think Minnesota gets that last spot. That's that's a spicy take. I think Minnesota get that is Minnesota is red hot. That is, I mean, yeah, but that's still a lot of spice on there. They're six three and one in their last ten. It's pretty good. Yeah, but I don't know if I would call that scorching or whatever you said sizzling. I just said red hot. Red hot. Hmm. I don't know if I would say that's red hot. They won their last two games by a combined 11-1. to 1. Oh, okay. Well. Although one of those games is Detroit. Which I thought was weird, because I didn't think they'd be any good after they fired Boudreaux. For real, right? Because, low-key, like, I still think Bruce Boudreaux is, like, in the regular season, is still one of the best coaches in the league. Like, this Minnesota team should be in Did I tell you, in one of my dreams the other night, you and I had a conversation with Bruce Boudreaux? What? <laughs> I, I, that's all I remember, is we're just, like, chilling somewhere, and Bruce Boudreaux comes around the corner. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you did not tell me about this. It was, it, we, it was a stupid conversation, too. There was uh, no reason for it whatsoever. No reason for it. Uh, I don't even remember the conversation. I just remember it being dumb. Uh, and the Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux was there. I just want to say that I still think it's hilarious how the Jets are below 500 and still in the playoff contention. Right? Welcome to Western Conference. It's just, you know, just a whole lot of fun. A lot of fun. I mean, Vegas basically just sat around for, like, half the season. Right. Well, they're going to get away with it, too. Not only that, they're going to win their division. Yeah. 
Well, I'd rather see them win the division than Edmonton because that just pisses me off. I hate both. I, I, I'm endorsing the Meteor for the Pacific Division. That's... Meteor 2020. Yeah. God help us all with this division. But if we were to send a meteor to strike only the Pacific Division... That's a big that's, chunk of the country, but, for both countries, to hit. I really. mean, right, but uh, I mean, ignoring the fact that that probably halts the rest of the league for obvious reasons, like, where exactly would we have this meteor strike? Are we just taking out the state of California? We were taking out simply just the arenas. The players Just are the, fine. So we're getting <laughs> multiple meteors. Yes. Or one big meteor that splints, that just like sort of explodes, we, we, and this different fragments hit. We need to make it so that arenas. nobody dies. I, okay. But fair. The teams can't play the games. But are you okay with destroying the Shark Tank? No, the Shark Tank has a force field around it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm focusing just on the teams that are either in a playoff spot or within four oh. playoff spot. Okay. I'm adding qualifiers on here because I don't want to destroy the Shark Tank. Okay. Though I guess I am advocating... Oh, no, I said just the Pacific Division. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, I don't want to be advocating for the destruction of the MTS Center either. Mm. Take it or leave it. But I mean, as long as... As long as that stadium in Edmonton is getting nuked. Oh no, they'll have to make taxpayers pay for another one. <laughs> I mean, it can't just be me. Like, watching games on Edmonton broadcasts are, like, terrible, right? Well, they got the new arena. It's oh, than, that's right. It's better than what it Never used mind. to be. Ignore me. It's been a while since I've won. <laughs> to be honest, I don't watch very many Pacific Division games. That's true. It's usually past your bedtime. Yeah, uh, yeah. You say that to make fun of me, but that's also the truth. That's what I, makes it funny. Well, but it has to be. I have to get up at. Well, I try to get up at six. It doesn't always work. Six a.m. to be at work. I mean, I can't stay up at midnight to watch a game that I don't care about. And that's fair. <laughs> that is completely fair. I'm just... I don't know. That's why it is a shame that Connor David plays in, you know, Edmonton. Well, that, yeah, that's the reason that it's a shame he plays in Edmonton. One of the many. <laughs> I mean, listen, so many the best thing about Edmonton is the mall, so... <laughs> like, they've got a big old mall there. That's basically the only reason to go to Edmonton. And I guess hockey. Well, I was going to say, what is what is the highlight of Winnipeg? Not to completely alienate our fan base, our listener base, but... I don't know. Like, what is... Seems like a nice part. Fans, know. tweet at grip for safety pod or at TC underscore 904. What do you do in Winnipeg? If I were to come visit Winnipeg, what, what should I go see? Because from a, the perspective of a bunch of Floridians, we yeah. basically just think you're a bunch of, like, snow people. Right. But also, like, is it that big of a town, really? I mean, is it bigger than Jacksonville? I mean, not by size. Well, no. I don't know by people, though. Let's see. I'm picturing smaller than Jacksonville. Yeah, it's, it's, it's smaller, yeah. 
They've got like 750,000 people. So it's smaller than Jacksonville. I'm trying to come up with a comparable. Well, you already your fan. I know. So we're looking for smaller than Jacksonville, but larger than Gainesville. Yes. What other... I can't think of towns in Florida that fit that. Tallahassee? Tallahassee doesn't happen anywhere near the number no. of people. No. I mean, Tallahassee is just a bunch of politicians and college students. Uh, yeah. Daytona? That is Tallahassee minus the uh, politicians. <laughs> and the college students. <laughs> So I'm sorry, yeah, I should say that the college students are only there for approximately two weeks of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but when they're there... Yes, things are... millions of them. I can't think of, like, a, a Floridian comparable to this. St. Pete? But St. Pete is just around a bunch of... It's in a pretty population-dense area. I was looking at Florida cities by population, and it pulled up the population of Florida City. So Florida City? I didn't realize there was 12,150. Oh, people. man. Florida City. Is that... It's like Panhandle, I think. Yeah. Ooh, Pensacola. These places don't have anywhere near the number of people. I said 750,000. And you're pulling up with all these, like, <laughs> random-ass cities out of Florida. Okay, like... name me a city... Smaller than Jacksonville, larger than Gainesville. I mean, Jacksonville's the most populous in the state of Florida. So, really, it could be like That's the a Orlando area. I'm just throwing that out it's there. Not bigger, it's not. No, Orlando's bigger than Winnipeg. Anyway. Um, okay. Not. Okay. We're just shooting the show on this we episode. We have completely. Yeah, nobody's lost listening at this point. This um. I asked you a question about how you felt about Nashville, and we just yeah. spiraled. Well, I'm not. The, I don't have that much confidence in Nashville. Fair enough. Um, so, I want you to give me yeah. your picks for the last two wild card spots, and explain. Oh, I want to pick Arizona so bad. I want Arizona to make the playoffs real bad. I think I mean I, I think, think it'd be funny can. if Winnipeg and Arizona both made the playoffs, but I, unfortunately, I just don't think that's gonna happen. I think I think I'm gonna go with Vancouver and Minnesota. Why? Um, I, I think. Well, let me let me pull up. You having a hard time with this question? I I really am. I don't actually know that much about these teams. This is just a gut feeling. I'm I'm still intrigued by the Minnesota thing. Right, but I mean they've been playing better since they got rid of their coach. I just I think it'd be an interesting selection. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in Nashville, and I think out of the bubble teams to fill that spot, they seem the most competent. Hmm. Hmm. They ooh. So by the time this comes out, we'll have a result on Nashville versus Minnesota. Tuesday night at 8. So, can I say the winner of that game makes the play? Oh, and there's another one Sunday the 15th. Oh, it's about to get real spicy, y'all. 
And another one in April, the, the last game of the season. Okay. I need you to calm down your your hype levels here. Just Look, three games between these two teams. Okay, but you're like yelling about These three this games can decide the last... These the, two divisional teams are playing each other. I'm sorry. Look. Okay, fine. I'll be boring on this podcast that people have to listen to. Alright, so... What's your final answer? Minnesota. Minnesota? Minnesota. Just because I, I had this idea, and now I'm... I'm sorry, who's your second team you're going to run me again? Um... Vancouver. Vancouver. Vancouver one, Minnesota two. Okay. What are your What is your pick? I Mr. do Big think Shop? that they're going to that the two divisions are going to split the wild card teams. I think that's a bad way of looking at it. I I mean that's what my picks are, but that's because those are what I think. I don't look at these two divisions and say, yeah, I think they'll split. I just, when it comes to wildcard teams, I just go, who are the two best teams remaining? Right. I'm just saying, though, that there's enough dead weight in both divisions that, like, somebody from each division is just going to fall into the wildcard spot. Okay, just who are those two stumble teams? Stumble completely ass backwards into the playoffs. Who and are those teams? I, I'm going to be boring. I think it's going to be Vancouver and Nashville. Okay, so you, I like, don't think, you like these two teams to hold on. Yeah, I like them to hold on. Interesting. I mean, I don't like either of those two teams come playoff time. Uh, I, I think, no, neither do I. Though I, think I don't that, like a lot of these teams come playoff time. Though I think the real winners of the Nashville-Vegas series is going to be the hockey riders, who get to just fly between Vegas and Nashville for six games. Oh my goodness. I mean, but they're going to have that problem with Nashville no matter who they play. No, I'm just saying that one city is Nashville oh, and the other one yeah. is Vegas. And so when you're not yeah. at the hockey rink, you're probably having a good time. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. yeah. I really want to see Arizona in this. But I also don't want to see Arizona against, like, St. Louis. That's, that sounds like a... I was going to say, I would be rooting for Arizona more if, like, one, they weren't in competition with Winnipeg for it, and two, if Arizona was, like, even remotely more interesting. They strike me as a very boring team. Oh, yeah. They depend a lot on their goaltending, and their star power is minimal if it even exists. It doesn't exist. They traded for star power. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. Uh, but I feel like those those top three in the St. Louis and Colorado and Dallas, I feel like that's pretty solid and that's not moving. I think the I think whoever Dallas plays, I think that's gonna be an interesting matchup. The two and the three in the central, whether it's St. Louis or it's Colorado. I think as far as first round matchups in this Western conference goes, like I don't really want to watch Edmonton and Calgary. Oh, well, it's Colorado-Dallas. Are you telling me you don't want to watch the Battle of Alberta? Oh, that's Man, a good point. you got to get oh. some more. You, uh, get you know some what? Sleep. I need to get some sleep. Um, um, All right. Yeah, that's that's going to do it here. We're, we're calling a... Yeah, we're calling a, we're calling a rain delay here. All right. So, <laughs> he's completely left the room. He's totally gone. 
All right, I guess I'm just gonna I'm just gonna close this out myself. This was not a planned bit. All right, so you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Grip for Sixty Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Beefarrel Seven Two Seven, and you can find TC on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TC underscore Nine O Four. Feel free to check out the Hockey Podcast Network and everything that they've got. Uh, also, that Tankathon contest we're running, look into that. It's going to be good. It's going to be worth it. Have fun with it. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening and have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>